0: okay okay welcome gentlemen to tanya inside out this is i don't remember what class it is but it's a review of chapters 26 to 34 and i i want a little bit of like this is going to be like um what's the word um interactive more than usual so because i want to i want to see like what's going in if people are familiar with the ideas if they like forgot details, but they got the big picture or this is completely new to them or whatever. So I'm just gonna, we're gonna go through a lot. And I'm assuming that you're not gonna learn anything new. I'm hoping that most of it will be, uh, or all of it will just be a review as it's meant to be. Um, But yeah, okay, let me just start time here one moment. Okay, so chapters twenty six to thirty four can be some. I mean, I I late. They they are a, a unit in and of themselves. Yeah, and I I I called the entire unit obstacles to divine service and their remedy. we ba- the, basically chapters twenty six to thirty four are about simcha. Okay, there's there's a lot of a lot of stuff goes on. Um, but the but the if you want to call the, what the word it's simcha. The Rebbe treat is treated simcha. Okay, so the first, um, the, I mean, the first thing we need to know, which he doesn't really say in these in these but the first thing he says in Tanya is that the key to avoidus Hashem is simcha. There is no avoidus Hashem without simcha. There is no avoidus Hashem, period. So, the question is, what is simcha? Can anyone throw out quickly in two Hebrew words, maybe? Three flowing. Same thing, yeah, that is right. But what are the two Hebrew words? Something halayv. No, uh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Open heart. Same thing. What? Open heart. Open heartedness, exactly. It means that you're available. You're available for emotion. Have you ever met a depressed person? They're not available to emotion. So simcha is availability to emotion. Like you said, it's a free-flowing emotion. The heart is alive. From the right side, it feels good. and Everything's moving. A person who is available to simcha... Oh, sorry, a person who is has of is also available to avail us he'll be able to mourn deeply he'll be able to get more angry he'll be able to um, love deeper it, it's it's the key to all the emotions it's the key to all the emotions so the Rebbe gives an, the analogy um in regards to like why is it so important to our avoid Hashem he gives the analogy of like martial arts two guys wrestling with each other. And he says that the, 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 um, the victory will go to the one who is Bezweezus, Basimcha, he's, 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 there's energy, there's energy, even if the other guy is bigger and heavier, and even more skillful. The, the 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 lightness on your feet and the life force will carry you through and it's the same with everything everything that we do everything that we that we attempt to do when we are basimcha, we are more successful no question okay so if we know what simcha is which is psychosalave what is the technical word we use to describe depression in the Tanya. Tim Tumalev. Tim, to tim to malade, which means the heart is not available. It's the opposite of Psichasalev. Like Avraham's tent was Pesuach, yeah? Tim to malade, you can imagine Bilam's tent was Mamush sagul, the big lock, yeah? That, that Tim to means the heart has, has hardened and it's not available. You could call that atzvus as well, timtumalev and atzvus, although I think there is a Chiluk, I'm not, I, I don't know how to articulate it. I'm not quite sure of that. Um, and timtumalev comes out, it expresses itself primarily as two kind of maladies in our Vodis Hashem. Two two problems. What are the two main problems that timtumalev cause? This is quite a subtle question. Well, it feeds the the fact that I am, right? It's like that in the Nefesh of Bahamas, that you're an, I, your own thing. You're a separate thing from a Rebind Shalom. So that, that yeah, that, that, okay. That's really the Shoresh of these two problems. The two problems that are most immediate when a person is patintum is, number one, he can't pray, okay? And number two, he can't resist permitted, permissible. Who's beeping? Permissible. Um. Oh, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. No, how would you stop that? We don't hear anything. Oh, excuse me. So that was me. I apologize for that. Um. So. Um. Number one, yes, yeah, so number one is inability to pray. Number two is an inability to to um, I can't think of a word, like to hold himself back with permissible pleasures. You just give it you can't like you can't you can't why? And it's like what Yoall just said is because the the sense of self has become so strong you can't pray when there's a strong sense of self. Or if you do, it's not really prayer. Prayer isn't about give me this, give me that. Prayer is about, let me serve you. Give me what I need so I can serve you. That's what prayer really is. The ultimate, the ultimate prayer, really, I'm really, I mean, really the ultimate prayer is just Hashem, let me know why you made me and help me do that for you and give me the resources that I need to do that for you that's really you know that that really summarizes all of prayer let me know why you made me and give me the resources that I need so that I can do that for you in the most optimal way possible finish get on with the get on with the newspaper that was meant to be um okay causes of depression. We have three causes of depression. Any, anyone can remember the three categories of causes of depression? So number one is banai chayai mazonai meaning stuff that's happening, serious stuff that's happening kids not being well or annoying. Um, I suppose that include the wife as well. And um, and uh, health and Parnassa, real worldly worries. Then there's the evaders that I've done, mistakes that I've made, opportunities that I didn't catch in on, etc. Yeah, that's also a cause for depression for Tum. And then there's the fact that I'm just mummish look at me. <laughs> it's not that I did anything wrong, just, just look at me, look at the kind of thoughts that I have, the kind of person that I am. That's also another, another reason to get depressed. Yeah, so we can summarise that as what's happening to me, what I did, and what I am. That that summarises all, all of the things that can lead us to this state of Tum and to depression. It's happening to me, I did it, I am it. And the Rebbe gives us advice for these three things. And it's annoying because we live in this world where advice is like everywhere. It's like, you know, everywhere's advice. Go on, type into the chatbot and he'll give you, you know, whatever you want good advice and then yeah we've got all these books like when when the seven habits came out yeah We're like in the 80s the seven habits highly effective people it was like it was like groundbreaking to have such advice in you know how much advice in one book and now you've got book book after book after book with you know good 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 eights over and over and over um so we have to the just cuz we just cuz what what's value you know value is based on scarcity yeah so diamonds are expensive because there's not that many of them that's why photography is not worth anything nowadays because every, there's pictures everywhere yeah so so but the, the the point to really remember is that even though there's lots of advice knocking around don't don't take this advice for granted when the altar gives us advice even though you could just say oh well you know i've heard it and you probably have But but we shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't um, relate to it like that. We have to remember that these are that the words of the chachamim are like burning coals, mamush, and their bite is like the bite of a fox and the sting of a scorpion. And these these are the so it's different hearing the same advice from you know from Joe Smith, you know in in Calgary, than it is to hearing. The same advice from the Alter Rebbe. That was just a that was just a pre So, So the, the the advice on the Ulter Rebbe is number one, what's happening to me? How do you get over the kind of depression that can be generated from life sucks, my kids are annoying, yeah, I don't feel well, and I've got no money. Yeah, he says. Be cognizant, be, be miscovered to the fact that what is important is is avoid Hashem and this is to bring you closer to the boynashloylam and therefore turn it around and turn that into mamash simcha. That's a cause for simcha, not a cause for depression. The fact that right now you're being brought closer to the boynashloylam and it's if you if you don't, if you don't crumble under the pressure or the pain of the test, yeah, it's a quicker, easier way of getting through a boy It's very, very effective to get to a bonus through suffering. If you read through the orchaim hakadosh, you will. If there's one thing you walk away from from going through the orchaim on the on the chumash, is that suffering is a very important part of life, and it is very helpful to get you not that we want suffering not we want you know but but to know when it comes your way it is a very helpful thing that is bringing you closer to a shame in a very very express kind of express kind of uh way okay then the next thing that he discusses is have I have, I have a question yeah so you just you just had these three categories of depression and, and and you're trying to you're trying to show a remedy what's the remedy to those three categories i i I'm, yeah. I'm sorry if i missed it yeah no no he's giving three categories i did it i uh sorry um it happened to me i did it i am it and he's giving you a piece of advice for each one of those categories so the category of it's happening to me is gums of the tova this is bringing you closer to rabbonus okay one day we're going to go through the uh through the sugia in in the Gomorrah in Tynus of of Nahamish Gamzu and we'll learn some amazing things from it Bezot Hashem. if we go, if I come out to the states we will go will we'll go through that Gomorrah cuz it's Modic. anyway um then the second one is um I did it yeah so you're you're upset over the Averas that you've done yeah they're bringing you down and that's that's not bad that's that's a that um, you shouldn't feel good about your Avera's. But the baby says that if you have these, if these thoughts of, I can't believe I did that, just come to you out of nowhere, it's the Yates Sahara trying to drag you down into deeper tivers. Never, ever is a man as susceptible to doing bad stuff as when he feels rubbish in himself and when he's tired. Never. a Avera Greta's Avera. So when a person starts feeling down because of stuff he's done, the Rebbe says, catch yourself. You want to do this? This is okay. Set a time, a specific time, and go through it. But not now. Not now. Right now, it's just to drag you into Tiber. It's, it's just to get you deeper into trouble. Don't do that. Don't go there. And he says a very important thing. He says that the, the, the izboininess of Chuva is not look at the yaveiras that I've done, as we've said so many times. It's look at who I was hoiter against. The Rabboni Sholev, who's given me, forget the stuff in life, forget the fact that you've got a nice car and you've got a nice house and your health and you've got good kids and stuff. We What do we say when we come out the bathroom? echas, That in itself is worth Everything. The fact that you're and that doesn't mean you're actually standing up. That just means that you can stand in front that you exist. That is that is enough to say thank you for from now until ever and again and again. The fact that things are also nice and cool and pleasant and enjoyable and comfortable, yeah. Okay, great. But that that's that's a secondary point. So against him who gave you the schus of being. Yeah, you're not giving him 100%. That's not the Seder. That's not the Seder. That should be the the one in, in how we approach Tshuva. Not, oi, look how bad I am. Look how, oh, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I did that. No, no, no. The Reboidenshron is giving you the schoos to live. He gave you the schoos to stand in front of him and you're pushing it away, doing silly things. Yeah, pull yourself together. That's that's chiver. That's that's chiver. And then finally, then well, Yo wasn't zocher to hear that, but anyway, then uh, finally, um, if you're upset about who you are, which is basically predicated on the fact that you're having these bad thoughts all the time, yeah, then stop being a belgiver. Because that's the reason why Hashem created you, to grapple with these kinds of crazy thoughts that pop into your head in the most annoying, ridiculous times. Yeah, that's how it is. That's what that's what being a Benoini is about. It's not about not having those thoughts. It's about having those thoughts and, as he says, pushing them away with two hands. That's called being a Benoini. Okay. So, he goes on. And, um, one of the things he um, speaks about is during Tefillah, when a person has bad thoughts during prayer. Um, he says, "Take take chizik. for it. Number one, you have to be Masir Das. Don't don't let these thoughts like take a foothold. And you have to be. You have to know that you have two souls. You have a nefesh of Bahamas and a nefesh of Akis. And just like in a fight." when one guy strengthens himself and, and starts dominating the other guy, um, the under the guy at the bottom pulls himself together and and summons all the energy he has to fight back. That is what happens when we're dovening. If, if we're dovening, not just like, you're not, you're just like throwing a dog a bone kind of thing. You're just dovening because you have a, just trying to get finished with dovening though but you you're trying to doven and you and then all of a sudden you're like getting a, you know smitten by these stupid thoughts the Rebbe says that's a very good sign that shows that you're dovening if you had one soul yeah then he would say you're right it's a sign that you're not dovening the same soul is having these stupid thoughts but it's not true because the nefesh and akis is trying to doven and the nefesh of Muhammad is sitting on the sidelines watching and he's getting antsy because he sees that you're um you're you're being matsliach so he jumps in with a lot of energy so the rebbe says you should take some chizok from that if you're getting bad thoughts from tefillah and you feel that you're trying yeah that's very important that you feel not that you're just like you know just. Trying to be yotzi or Chiv, but you're trying to daven, you're investing energy um and time into davening, and it's you're still not being mtsliak. That, that is that is that is that's the simon that you're being matslich. Um and then he mentions the idea, the difference between iskafia and ishafka, which are big, they're big themes in Tanya. Um is um um is ishafcha is the avoider of the tzaddik who actually turns these these negative thoughts into positive thoughts. That's that's called the transformation of ra into Toiv. But that's not really our avoider on a on a regular level. Maybe we have sporadic, periodic times where that's shaykh. But but our real avoider is iskafia. Just defeat it, dominate it, get over it, just get through it. That's, that's the avoider of, uh, that's the avoider of the, of the, of the Benoni and that the Rebbe compares to like the difference between a sweet dish and kind of like a spicy sour dish, where Hashem likes both dishes, but one of them takes a little bit of like spicing up and stuff, whereas the sweet, the sweet dish is naturally delicious. Whereas the spicy or bitter dish needs to get sweetened up, so the avoider of the benoni is compared to offering Hashem a spicy dish and the or, or a sour dish, whatever, a uh, bitter dish, and the and the avoider of the tzaddik is comparable to offering up the um, the sweet dish. What are the two ways that we can elevate our pleasures to the Rabonosh? How can we offer our pleasure to Hashem? Two ways that we can offer our pleasure to Hashem. I mean, I would say by foregoing on it. Yes, that was the hard one. What's the easy one? I mean, not 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 hard to do. Being to when you're having einig, ta- no. In other words, oh yeah, but well, we know that like, you can't do that. You're eating something nice. You're going, yeah, I'm doing this for Hashem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well how do you know that you're eat? how do you know that you're indulging in a pleasure for Hashem? Shabbos. Don't do it in the week. And save it for Shabbos. That is the most easy, beautiful, perfect way of offering your Oineg to the Aboyin Shlom. And that's really offering your deepest self. That's really giving yourself to him, mamush. Something you really like doing, deny yourself in the Chol and take it, do it on Shabbos. That is Mamash. Tikkan Olamas Mamash. But, yo, what you were saying, the idea of just foregoing pleasure anyway, that is a tickle of the pleasure in the Chol, even if you don't partake in it on Shabbos. Just the idea of just denying yourself. You wanted to say that thing. This is really hard. Yeah, really hard. Don't say something. And you know what makes it even harder? If it was funny. or good. You know, I'm not saying do this other. But you thought of a little funny thing to say. It's not going to help anyone. It's just a cute, funny thing to say. And it's clever. And it's funny at the yeah? You tr- try not to say it, yeah? And if you want sliach, you're You just, you flew up into the sky, mamash, along with the whole world as well, along with the whole world. To be able to hold back saying something, and, and I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll, I'll raise the, I'll raise the, not the odds, I'll raise the stakes. If you're able to forgo every now and again, a quick, yeah. funny, cute little comment, yeah? That is a segula nifla for being able to bite your tongue when your wife does something annoying. Segula nifla. It's worth it just for that. How many times, if you imagine, go back, well, everyone's been married here, you know, 15, 20 years, something like that, yeah? Imagine whatever, 10, between 10 and 20 years. Yeah, imagine, Imagine when you go to Shemaim, and they show you the list of paper of all the things when the thought popped into your head, I shouldn't say this, and you still said it. Yeah, you'll be sitting there for hours, hours going through papers and papers and papers of all the times when it's you said to yourself, I shouldn't really say this, but and then you said it anyway. Yeah. So imagine we could cut that down a little bit by just. Holding ourselves back from saying things again, everything. And, and I'll tell you that the key to all of these avoiders, which seem to some people maybe as being extreme, um, all of these avoiders, that I try and teach my children, mumish, is the minute you feel that simcha is draining, stop, stop the avoiders. If you feel that, if you feel that you're not doing it for simcha. Yeah, then, then it's then, then, then it's gonna cause damage, and and it's wrong. It's not the right thing to be doing right now. That's the benchmark. That is the that is as long as you're Basimcha, you can do tiness, tinus debor. I don't know about but you can go into the cold mikveh and have a cold shower and stop eating this and stop saying that. And you could do it as long as you're Basimcha, But the minute you start seeing your simcha levels draining, and you're still doing the avoiders. Yeah, then, then it's then it's gonna cause problems. It's not worth it. You're you're causing damage to yourself and the world. Stop and uh, and reassess and get get back get back to being basimka, because that's the that's the foundation. Okay, all of this will basically lead you to the ability to see yourself as less than everyone else in the whole world. <laughs> Imagine that. In twenty twenty four, talking about trying to see yourself as less, it's like funny because there's people in my like Michael Russo that I learn with, is, I I mean, he's so hidden, he he's so hidden, it's unbelievable, and he does things to hide himself, very much, like ridiculously, imagine like the idea of Facebook, the idea of Facebook is playing yourself down. You accomplish something really amazing, and not only do you not tell anyone, but you you try and give over the impression that you've done something much less. Imagine that. Yeah, that's what we're meant to be doing as Yidden. We're meant to be portraying ourselves as less than we are, not, 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 not than, uh, more than we are as the, as, as the social media world wants you to try and do. we are we presenting? So now the question becomes, how could you see yourself as lower than everyone in the whole world and still maintain Simcha? And the answer to that question is, how can you see yourself as lower than everybody in the world, literally all 8 billion people, whatever, and still maintain Simcha anyone has an answer to that question? Right, connecting to Hashem. I mm, think there's... Maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't quite know what that means, though. Meaning it's about the relationship with Hashem and me, not about a so comparison it, with everyone else in the world. The like, my, my answer to the question is, you basically said it, my answer to the question is, how can you see yourself lower than everyone in the whole world and maintain Simcha? The answer is, what, what's the connection? My <laughs> like what, what, My Simcha comes from being better than someone? That's not Simcha. That's Guyver. Simcha's got absolutely no connection to, to, to anybody else in the whole world. You can be lower than everybody else in the whole world and be totally basimcha in fact you could even be more basimcha because you know you've got a long way to go let's get to work so definition of self-esteem that i learned you gave me a book to read that i finished which was an excellent book the six pillars of self-esteem something like that um that um the definition of self-esteem that he said which was fantastic is feeling appropriate for life which in Yiddish terms, if you translate that into Yiddish terms, means Hashem will not test me with something that I cannot handle. If you really internalize that, you will have deep, deep self-esteem, and that's self-esteem and simcha are very much connected to each other. But I am appropriate for life. I was built to handle life and that is what i will do it's like uh you know like um a square peg in a square hole what is it Uh, a square peg in a square hole i'm a square peg life is a square hole and i fit that's why i got made. i got made to navigate life that's that should be the source of yeah, the source of much inner strength of Simcha Self, as they, whatever you want to call it, what's the Kesha between being more than people, less than people? And like we said, when, when it's about feeling less than other people, it's not so much that you should feel less than other people, you should feel more that they're great, that they're greater than you. Not that you're less than them, but they're greater than you. Try and keep that, Try when you look at somebody, we spoke about this, when you... When you look at like you ever meet a big Sadik, and he he shakes your hand. Like, if you meet Rev Svima Zilberberg, yeah, he'll hold your hand in both of his hands, and he'll gaze into your eyes, and he'll be like, he's like he's he's in dreamland looking at you. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> he's in love with you immediately. He sees that that's something we should be you know working on working on on doing, looking at people and being mispiled over them. Um, so if you want some sir according to the Rebbe, what he said, to get this to, to be real with this avoider is if in fact you see that you are better than someone else, you're more responsible, you're more moral, you're whatever it is, yeah, remember that you got born with a silver spoon in your mouth you got you got put in a good situation things are good for you and if he got born into such a situation he also might be doing very well as well but the, the ultimate focus the real the the whole point of everything here is is get start moving yourself out of your own perspective that's that's the goal is we're trying to see things from other people's perspective that that's really where the simpler simpler comes in so now I'll say this quickly, but we've we've had whole shebang on this. Everyone remembers the five levels of the heart. Vaguely, as I say, you'll remember it. So um, I remember it, but I can't say it over. Yeah, but say it. Okay. So, um, firstly, there's the idea of shverusalev. How do we? Well, let let well. F- firstly, there's timtumalev, like we said. The five madrigas are timtumalev, shverusalev. Marira Saleiv, Psikha and Tuvleivav. I'll translate. Tintuleiv, the block block blocked heartedness. Um Salei, broken heartedness. Marira Saleiv, bitter heartedness. Psikha open heartedness. And Tuvleivav, which means goodness of heart or really heartness of good. That's really the best way of saying it. Um, Tim Malave, as we said Shreya Slave is the state of disidentification you thought you were X and you're not X you might not be Y but you're not X how could you be X if you did such a thing you're such a nice guy but you said that horrible thing to that person that's a state of shvira. Shvira Sulev is when you identify identification. I mean, the, the best example of shvira, unfortunately, would be a, a child, a young child losing a parent, where you you know their world crumbles because they're ident they're completely identified with their parent. Or also like like divorce for young children, stuff like that, where they're identified with their parents or whatever it is, and whatever they were identified with gets taken away. That feeling of broken that's called brokenheartedness. That's when you're 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 nothing. you 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 someone just hit the reset button. You're not what you were, and you didn't become something else. You're just in no man's land. That's a very, very holy place to be, but it's a very unsettling place to be at the same time. Now that can happen. The, the see the Rebbe gives eights in Peric 29 about. How to induce that yourself by looking at yourself with very harsh, by analysing yourself on a harsh level, but in this generation we don't need to do that so much, um, because we are bombarded with, with, stimuli all day, which can help you break, yeah, the chutzpah of the children in this generation, uh, the the advertising and the um. You know the comparisons. Social media is the is the is the most perfect place for sure <laughs> to live But um, but but the the key the key to all of this stimulus, if your kids are hutzpdit to you, okay, you then now for their sake you're not allowed that to that that can't be, and they have to be trained, they have to be educated that they can't be hutzpdit to their parent, but not because of you, not because you're anything. Special, because that they, they that for them they they're not allowed to be hurtful dick, but it's not about your covered got your covered got broken. Now you shout at them for being rude to you. No, 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 no. Your covered getting broken is great, and to that the response should be inner silence. Inner silence is the sagula for shreya slave when something embarrassing or negative, whatever it is happens to you, the minute you start screaming against it, and that doesn't have to be externally, that could just be internally screaming against it, um, you're not, you've missed the opportunity. So when something does happen that's embarrassing or upsetting, whatever it is, we need to try and practice maintaining an inner silence so we we have to respond to the children we're not allowed to the children are not allowed to be husband to their parents but for them but mitsadenu from our side there has to be an inner silence and an acceptance of the of the uh of the bouchers or the whatever it is and that that helps bring us to spursal. aid that helps dissolve the the ego and the uh and the the tim-tum. Um and then if we're Zoika, we get to Maria Saleh. Maria Saleh is the commitment, the the re the recalibration of our of our desire of our of our rotson to get back on track. It's that it's that experience of this is enough. Enough is enough, and it's time to it's time to pull myself together. I got created for a purpose, and um, and I need to uh, I need to get I need to pull my act together. I need to get on with this. This is uh, enough. I've been messing around enough, and uh, time no, no more wasting time. No more getting caught up in these endless stupid cycles that I've been doing for the past thirty years. Uh, that that's the recommitment. That's that's the maria salave, which leads to psychosalave, which is. Okay, let's get it on. I'm ready. Hashem, I'm here for you. And if you say that, then you're which is the experience of non-experience. It's the experience. That's why all of the others are Psych Slave, Maria It's the lave is the is the noun. And then you've got the adjective, although, although it's in a noun construct, but, but you've got those words describing the heart. Openness of heart, bitterness of heart, breaking of the heart. Tuvlevav flips it around. Tuv is the noun. Levav is describing the good. That's the that's the state of the tzaddik. That's the state when when there is no experience there. That's the state of the bonus. That's the bonus has now been zofa to an avatar, a, a true avatar into his world. That's the tzaddik. That's the tzaddik, and that's where the goyesha mistake of Yoshki comes into play. That idea of of the tzaddik being the avatar, Hashem's avatar into this world. They got caught up in the mensch, as opposed to the rabbonim So they taught they were they were instead of seeing the tzaddik as a pesach to Hashem, they turned the tzaddik if he was a tzaddik I don't know who it was but they turned the mench into the Elokus. Whereas by us the mensch dissolves, there is no mensch. There's just elakus. That's that's the that's the union of tuv leivav, where the heart becomes the description of the tuv. That's a shem, ki shem ki kili has So your heart is describing God. That's the state of tuv leivav. Okay. Um, and now if we're zaycher. I know this is intense, yeah? We're still good, everyone's good, good. yeah? Remember, there's a test on this. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, but we get to listen to the share again before the test, right? You can do it listening together at the same time. There's no, there's no couldn'ts. I just want everyone to know all this. I want, I want you to, what does it mean to know something? It means that you don't quote anyone. You're not saying, like, when you go back, you say, I heard Schmool say X. Yeah. No, what, what you do is you can't even remember that it was Schmool that said X, because this is just how I see reality. This is just, this is it. What do you mean? Of course, there's only three way, three ways that you can be depressed. It's stuff that you, uh, stuff that's happening to you, it's what you did, and it's who you are. Oh, yeah, Schmool said that. Well, say, okay, fine. But that, that's just, like that's it. That's called knowing something. That's all I care. That's all I care about we should know all of this. That's lush uh, Adam Yada that has that Adam merged intimately with Chava. That's called Yedia. That's what we're trying to get to, Um, so now chapter. What's the what's the chapter for Avis Israel? The famous chapter in Latanya for Avis Israel? 32. Lumber base. Yeah. Lave. Yeah. They've been talking all about the heart, so it's, it's very up and pro. So um, basically in chapter 32, it's a kind of digression a little bit from these chapters of Simcha, because the Rebbe is saying, how good Simcha is, what it does for you, and the ways you achieve it, etc. And then he's like, and by the way, one of the fringe benefits of Simcha is Avis Yisrael. So chapter thirty two is a little bit of a deviation. It's still on the, it's still on the, uh, on the topic of simcha, but it's a little bit of a deviation, and it's, and it's predicated on relating to yourself as a yid, not as a human being. Remember, definition of a yid is a human being with an neshama. Kozman, you're relating to yourself as a human being your love will be an avatalluibadava. A human being cannot love another human being without... I don't know if this is a true statement, actually. The the basic understanding is that a human being cannot love another human being without it being a love dependent on something. It could be something that's very subtle, um, but it would have to be predicated on something. I'm pretty sure of that. Whereas, this is for sure a neshama loves another neshama, not with um, not with like the more, the classic style of love. But every neshama is every neshama. We're all one big neshama. So it's like, does your right hand love your left hand? I mean, if you want to use that word for it, there's a there's an Ahtus, there's a yikud It's the same thing. Your right hand will never get never get upset with your left hand, your left hand with your right hand. That's that's Arvus Yisrael is as we relate to ourselves as a neshama, as a yid, not as a human being. That is how we are able to love every other Jew, and that's what it means. We have to recha kamoicha, love every yid as yourself, not as much as yourself. That would be the the human element which makes you know compares and contrasts and measures and analyzes etc. Like yourself means the way that you love yourself. You love yourself. You love the Jewishness about yourself. Yeah. Then you'll love the Jewishness about everyone else, and it comes out. And I think it's an important thing to say is even those hidden from the Tuur Carter that everybody in the world right now just wants to, you know, whatever they want to do to them is you you don't have a heter to hate. There's there's even though you so you don't have a heter to not love them, you might also have a khiv to hate them. And in that in in that case, you, you probably would and you should maybe ask a shila, but I would imagine that you do have a khiv to hate them. Uh, but that does not absolve your, your khiev to love them. You still have to love them as well. And there may be, the maybe hmm? the side point to that, I just heard why why say maybe they they might not be Jewish. I don't know. Yeah, you... Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll stuff it. You probably have to assume they are Jewish. I don't know, but 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 the the assuming they are Jewish, then um, then you don't have a um, um. Then you serve a kif to love them, and and the Rebbe says, so what do you do, lemaisa? You hate them and you love them, so like lemaisa, what do you do? So he says, have Rahmanus. have Rahmanus, and that will allow you to relate to them in a loving way okay um now we get to the the chapters 30 we've just we've just done right now if you want to just get a bit of khizak we have now been through chapters 26 27 28 29 30 31 32 okay so the last two chapters of this halak of Tanya is thirty three and thirty four, where the Rebbe really he introduces us to the idea of the Dir Betachtonim, and he gets us really caught up in or he gets caught up in the idea of in the, that's not the nice way to say, it, but he 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 spends a lot of time dealing with the idea of Yichud Hashem. Anybody remembers the connection between Yichud Hashem and Dir This is a bit, this is a deep Tanya question. it's not a posh Tanya question. And it, it would even go as far as to say that they're one idea. Yichad Hashem and Deir are the same idea, the same concept. It a question: How's a man going to perceive his wife—that she's the best woman in the world, or the only woman in the world? Only. Only, only. There are no other women. It's not that she's the best in the world. There's no other women. The idea of 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 neath of um of um of adultery of infidelity is not possible because there's no other woman in the world. There's just there is no other woman. That that's the that's what marriage is really about. Marriage is about getting to the point where it's not that she's the best. In fact, she might not be the best. She might not be the most attractive. She might not be the most intelligent. She might not be the most sensitive. She might not be the best with the kids. She might be all of the above or none of the above, yeah? But that's irrelevant. She's your wife. And that's it. There's no other, there's no one else. Yeah, that's the union of Yichad Hashem. That's why the Sfarim, the, the Hasidish Sfarim especially, go at such length talking about uh hashem and trying to get it viscerally clear to us the whole 12 prakim of shaykhid v'munah are all about yichid hashem because we're trying to get clear that this isn't like he's the best god he's the most powerful god there is nothing else other than him that's it just like you should be dedicated to your wife yeah so too, in a sense, you should be dedicated to Hashem because there is an odd milvado. There's nothing else to be dedicated to. That's dear betachtonim. Deir is a relationship. It's it's not it doesn't mean a plimia, like a um a dormitory. Hmm. It's a home. That's really what it means. It means a home. Yeah, where you're the wife, we are the wife, Am Yisrael is the wife, and the Bon is the husband. That's what doing is, and that is a source of tremendous joy. So he goes through goes through. Um, we're not going to get into this at all, but but he goes through different meditations to get clear on Yichud Hashem. Um, one of them is the well, firstly that creation didn't affect his oneness in any way. I suppose the moshel to understand that is when when someone gives a moshel, yeah, the one giving the moshel is not connected to the moshel. He's connected to the nimshal. In his mind, he's just giving a moshul, but he's just thinking about the nimshal. So this whole world is a moshel for the Bole And Hashem is the one giving the moshel. So he's thoroughly connected to the nimshal. There's lots of, because well, it's for ages, I'm not going to get into it, but there's lots of beautiful uh, um, analogies to get this clear. But, but the point is, he speaks also about the idea of the rays from the sun being an emanation from the sun, nothing separate from the sun. Um, uh, And the idea of speech, the letters of speech being, when you talk, well, let, let me ask you a question. Why is it, why is it that when you talk, you have Kavana for what you're saying, but when you're reading the Siddha, a lot of the times you'll be able to read the letters and not think about what you're saying You hear, you hear my question but when you, when you're davening, do you mean that you're reading silently or you're verbalizing when you're no davening? no you're, you're reading the words and you could even read or anything not just davening. you could be reading a, a magazine in english and then you take you know you take a pause after two minutes you realize you've just read three cha- three paragraphs and you have no idea you just you didn't pay any attention. Your mind was somewhere else. Yeah, you've done that before. Yeah, sure. Because they're not your thoughts all the time. What? They're not your thoughts. so, but, so how comes when you speak, you know what you're talking. You you understand what you're saying. You, that couldn't happen. You couldn't talk for like three minutes and think. Wait, one minute. Do, what do I just. You know what I'm saying? Like you can when you're reading a book. You, you hear the question, yeah because the this is very deep before the letters are produced from the kavana the letters are a, the letters are are a product of the kavana whereas when you're reading the kavana is a product of the letters so you could be reading the letters and you weren't paying attention so they didn't create the kavana Whereas when you're speaking, the letters are produced by your kavana. When you want to say "I love you," the words "I love you" come out, and you know how frustrating it is when you know what you want to say, and some for some reason, Hashem's not allowing those words to. You're not allowing He's not allowing you to find that word. It happens to me a lot. Yeah, that's not a lot, but whatever. You see me seeing the sheer. A lot of times, I'm searching for the word. Yeah. So so those letters. When you started saying to me that whole thing about whatever, yeah, where were those letters? Those letters were consumed in your kavanah beforehand, but they didn't exist as letters. And that's the moshal that the Rebbe gives for, for Yichad Hashem, of, of what's going on, because Hashem speaks the world into being. But just like those letters and your kavana are merged in a unity inside you so too hashem's speech in this world is merged in unity inside him okay we're getting there we're getting there everybody remembers sadaq <laughs> is referring to the phenomena of when you've digested the Hashem so deeply that it's a reality to you. That you are aware that you're that you're at least cognizant cognizantly, least cognizant of Yichud Hashem. It might not be that you feel it viscerally, maybe. Um, and you realize now, and this is, we've said this many times, and this is the key, this is the key to the whole thing. This is what I said, Tzaddik or It means that Tzaddik in his Immuna of de shem lives. And this is the reason why the Bar Mitzvah is called a Bar Mitzvah, not a Bar Mitzvah voice. Because when you become connected to him, as opposed to the actions, then there isn't 613 mitzvahs there's just him oh at eight o'clock in the morning him is kriya oh at three o'clock in the afternoon him is mincha oh at, at um at whatever time of the day when i just got my paycheck him is Sadaka. him is tefillin him is every other mitzvah there is, it just becomes one, and this is really the key to staying sane. It's the key to two things. It's the key to staying sane in your avoidance Hashem, remembering that there aren't six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs. There's just Him. There's just Him. It's like there's not all these avoiders in the house. There's not the trash and the putting the socks in the dirty washing and the doing this and the making the, the the cheese on toast in the morning. And there's just the wife. And in this situation, it looks like this. And in this situation, it looks like that. That's not only the key to staying sane, that is the key to investing energy into your avoidance of shame that you could never imagine. That is the key to blasting through every barrier that you can imagine and looking back at your voider and thinking, this is not human. This is not human what I'm doing. Kozman, you're caught up in the acts of the mitzvah, and there's the Shmira and the Shmira and there's the Ritzifus in learning, and then there's the Kavanah in Tefillah, and then there's Tzedakah, and then there's Midas, and then there's Chinich Bonim, and then there's Tzitzis, and, and Tefillin, and within Tefillin, there's the Parshish, and there's the black straps, and then there's the... And, and before you know it, you're going out of your head, yeah? If you could just let go of the whole thing, that's tzaddik be'emunasoy yichya. That's how you live. Get simple, let go of all of everything and, and just just get, get yourself kishore to him, to him, to him. You want to learn one one learn anything, just, just be miscovered to Yichud Hashem. Just get, learn as much about Yichud Hashem as you can. Learn this learn whatever you get, just to get clear that it's about him. It's not about your avoider, it's about him. And that's Saddigbe Munasa Yichya. And that's two Segulas. Number one, you will stay sane. Two, you'll be able to invest yourself in your avoider in a way that you could never imagine. Um, And then finally, the Rebbe, I'll just say this very quickly that um, the idea of bringing a Shem into your life on a visceral level every minute. Is by two things: be buying, be by being koveya etim toira and sadaka. Anyone remembers the difference between being koveya etim laTorah and koveya shiurim laTorah? Getting Hashem into your life or making it permanent so that it you push everything else around of your life around your your set times. Could have said it better myself. That that. That um that when you a Koveya Shiurim, like what we're doing with uh with Nach and with Shabbos and there's Yomi and you know, then you have a life and you consider Hashem to be very important, so you make sure you make time for him. Whereas Khiver eat him la Toira, you bend your life to him it's the it's the opposite not not that kovea isn't a very heinous thing it is an amazing gevoldika thing but being kovea Eatim is more and and don't be light treat treat kovea la Torah and make it make it um, what's the word make it uh realistic but kovea eating la Torah is like you must have a meeting laugh and have with donald trump or with elon musk with whoever it is yeah that that's it should be at least that at least that you said you're going to meet him you said you've got your you, your covea from 12 p.m till 12 30 p.m yeah then that means that everything's dealt with you've got your couple of you're sitting there by 11 59 and the more you can make that real to yourself that will be a segula to make hashem very 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 real in your life very real indeed um, and then just finally, the rebbe ends up the whole the whole thing by saying, you have to run. The final thing that the rebbe ends up by saying is that you can maintain the two feelings in your heart. You can maintain this, we already mentioned this, but you can maintain the feeling of a kind of kite. Where you feel like you, um, you're lowly, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not where you're meant to be at. And maintain tremendous joy and positivity in the other side of the heart. And they're not austere to each other. Feeling that you're not, you're not performing at the ultimate level and that you've got a long way to go. That's no reason for that's no reason for depression or just don't let it fall into selfish thoughts. Don't let it fall into thinking about, you know, about me, even though you're feeling that you're you're not low. When it when it becomes directed mummish onto the self, then it can lead to depression, etc. And where he says you can have both feelings in the, the heart at the same time, and that is chapters 26 as well to them to chapter 34. Oh yes, he came back and it's you there. What's that? So that's cute. Gresham's so, breath, bright characters, restores an owl involving. Um because we, we just said I know where, I don't know where you got cut out, but there's no steer, like we said, you can maintain. A kite in the left side of the heart, feeling that there's a long way to go, and tremendous simcha and joy in the right side of the heart, feeling ultimately positive and emotionally available. And you know, let's get it on. Let's we're here to serve, that's what we got made to do. So, you know, what are we waiting for? Let's go on with it. We should be Hashem. to serve the bonus sholem, of a tuv levov, mammash,